0: Good morning, church. It's so good to be just able to bring a word this morning and just to proclaim the greatness of who our God is. Um, And before we we get rolling with this part of it, um, I just want to remind everybody that just because we are all not physically here in this building and just because we are all not in front of each other, it does not change who our God is Uh, It doesn't change how strong he is or how powerful he is. Our God is the same God from the beginning of time as he will be to the end of time and further on. We serve a God who is powerful and who is greater than anything that will come in this world. There is not a virus that is bigger than our God. There are not circumstances that are bigger than our God. Our God is bigger than all of those things. So wherever you are this morning, rest in the fact that our God is in control he has always been in control and he will always be in control you know Josh did a great job with Psalms 46 and in that scripture it talks about God being our refuge what we rest in you know we saying, follow you anywhere and you are the refuge that I run to you are what sees me through and a lot of us We sing these words every Sunday, but for some of us right now, we need to put those things into motion. We need to rest in who our God is. We need to be still and know that he's God, and we need to understand that God is always there, and he is not going anywhere. We're going to be in Psalms 47 today, if you're at home. And what I want to do today is, and in this passage, we're just going to brag on who our God is. We're going to talk about the power of our God, the strength of our God. We talked about God being our refuge in the passage before the Josh read, but this is the follow-up. So if you have your Bible and you're at home, and whether you're with your family or by yourself, um, if you want to read this with me out loud, that would be cool, Um, but I'm going to read this, and then we'll break it down. Starting in verse 1 of chapter 47 of Psalms, it says, Clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with a jubilant cry. For the Lord, the Most High, is awe-inspiring, a great king over the whole earth. He subdues people under us and nations under our feet. He chooses for us our inheritance, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. God ascends among shouts of joy. The Lord, with the sound of trumpets, Sing praise to God, sing praise. Sing praise to our king, sing praise. Sing a song of wisdom, for God is the king of the whole earth. God reigns over the nations, and God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the peoples have assembled with the people of the God of Abraham, for the leaders of the earth belong to God and he is greatly exalted. You know, in verse one, it says, clap your hands, all you peoples, and shout to God with a jubilant cry. And it's not clear who the author of this is, whether it's David or whether it's a choir director, whoever it is, is making a reference back to, to Psalm 46, and because God is our refuge, he is saying, Clap your hands, all you peoples, and shout to God with a jubilant cry. He is saying, with the word jubilant, it is this outpouring of what is happening on the inside, it is this expression of, of joy and tremendous overwhelming conquering of things, right? And so he's saying, because God is our refuge and because God is who he is, clap and make a joyful noise. It is what is happening on the outside. It is an overflow from the inside. So because what God has done and what God is continuing to do and because of who God is, worship God. Clap your hands. Verse two says, for the Lord the Most High is awe-inspiring, a great king over the whole earth that is our God the Lord most high who is all inspiring that word all means to be mesmerized by right he is inspiring us and he is leading us through every single thing that we are going through through every part of our life God is in all of those things he's not leaving us He is not just watching it happen, waiting to see. God is in control and will continue to be in control. Why? Because the back half of that verse, he is a great king over the whole earth, not just a part of the earth, not just a part of your life, not just a part of whatever is happening, but he is a king over everything, over every bit of it. You know, we got real comfortable And and, and loosening up, and things were kind of seeming like they're going back to normal. And it kind of felt like our lives were kind of getting back to where they were. And then all of a sudden, it feels like we're back to square one, right where we were. And for some of us this morning, we were in shock and disbelief. And as some of you found out, that our staff finally got hit with COVID, and some of us were struggling with it, right? While those things took us all by surprise. God is not affected by those things. He is a king over the whole earth. He is in charge. And I want us to see in in these following verses where our confidence comes from, the confidence that we have to live life, not a life of fear, right, it's one thing to be cautious about everything that's happening. It's a whole other thing to live our life in fear, but it is for us to live in the boldness of who God is. And in verse three, it says he subdues people under us and nations under our feet. Verse four, he chooses for us our inheritance, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves, right? This choir director is talking about Israel and that the inheritance from God, right? The promise that Jacob made. Israel is God's chosen people, but they were God's chosen people to bring salvation to the rest of this world, right? And so this inheritance that he's talking about is also the inheritance that we gain, right? Understand that when we accept Christ in the moment that God changes our life forever, right? The moment that he finds us, we then have the identity of son and daughter of God. It's no longer the things that the world identified us by, but rather we are forgiven, we are chosen, and we are cleaned up, right? And if God is for us, then who can be against us? Understand this, there is not a thing in this world that is ever gonna separate us from God. There is not one thing. There is not a virus that's going to separate us. There is not fear that's going to separate us. God is in control and will remain in control. So wherever you are today, rest in the fact that our God is in control. Rest in the fact that he is the one that is calling the shots. Rest in the fact that his power is the power that is residing over everything. Verse 5 says, God ascends among shouts of joy the Lord with sounds of trumpets. Sing praise to God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our king. Sing praise. Sing a song of wisdom for God is the king of the whole earth. Now it's, it, it, it's clear as we read this that whatever is happening within Psalm 47, right, is a time of triumph for Israel. But I want us to understand that when we are succeeding, or when life is going good, right, that's not the only time that we worship God. Yes, it's easy to worship God in the moments where everything is on the mountaintop, but wherever you are today, right, say you're struggling, right, we have family that's sick, we have people that are sick, and life feels heavy right now, whatever we're going through, right, loss of job, whatever it is, right, are you worshiping God through the mess, Right? Are you giving God everything? God is still the same whether life is solid or whether we are in the storm. God is still God, right? So worship God wherever you're at. Let go. Follow. Run, right? Put your, your fear, your anxiety, the shame, whatever it is, lay that at his feet and worship him for who he is. Live in the freedom that Christ has changed our lives forever, Verse eight says, God reigns over the nations and God is seated on his holy throne. Right, it's this picture of royalty that God is seated and everything else is under him. We serve a God that is not just up in the sky watching things happen and is not just some golden statue that we see at a donut shop. But we serve a living, powerful, and active God who intimately cares about our lives, who cares about what is happening. He is reigning over over everything and he is seated on his holy throne. And verse nine says, the nobles of the people have assembled with the people of God, of Abraham. For the leaders of the earth belong to God, and he is greatly exalted. Our God, I know I said this at the beginning, but our God is bigger than anything that is taking place right now. What's happening today did not catch him by surprise. And the beautiful part is the church is not just restrained to this building. The church doesn't just happen when bodies sit in pews or chairs. The church is not in your Sunday school classroom. It's not in the fellowship hall or the 400 building, right? It's not when bodies are here, but the church Is the people it is broken, messed up, forgiven people saved by the grace of God? And our job as the church is to proclaim, do exactly what Psalm 47 is doing today proclaim the greatness of who our God is when it's easy and when it's hard, right? And for some of you this morning, I understand it's hard to say, God, it's okay. For some of you, it's hard this morning. For some of you, you have families and loved ones that are in hospitals this morning. For some of you, you don't have a job this morning. For some of you, you're wondering where the next paycheck is gonna come from or are the lights gonna be able to stay on? It's okay because God is in control. And there is one thing that I have found out in, in my short life so far, and it is this, God provides for his faithful. It may not always be what we want, but it is always what we need, and whatever you're bringing, whatever heavy burden, whatever it is laying on you today, I'm gonna challenge you this morning to give it to him. Lay it all at his feet. We're gonna have a time of worship. The band's about to come back up. And they're going to lead us in a song. But this is what I want this morning. I'm going to pray and we're all going to pray together. But I want to challenge you wherever you are if you're able to do so. To take a knee with me. We're going to kneel and pray. Whether you're in your kitchen, your bedroom, your living room. If you're in your car, please don't do that. but we're going to take some time to pray. And I want you to pray for your family. I want you to pray that God would take whatever is heavy on you. And then here's the next thing I'm going to ask after we pray. We're going to sing Christ Be Magnified. And the whole premise of the song is for us to put our faith and trust in him and that his, that our life would glorify him and that he would be glorified through everything we do. And I want to challenge you, whether you're with your family or you're alone, that after we're done praying, to stand exactly where you are with your family, by yourself, with your friends and worship God how he's calling you to do so. If you want to raise your hands, raise your hands. If you want to stay on your knees, stay on your knees. But we are going to worship God today because of his greatness, because of who he is. And though we may be spread apart and though we may be in houses, God is still God and he is still in control.